Hello, welcome to a new episode of Supplycast, the podcast from the Healthcare Supply Association. Uh, today, well, today we are welcoming back Andrew Daly for one of what is now a regular update with um, what should we call you, the um, the, the the grandee of of procurement legal experts. They are. I, I, I don't think it's for me to tell you what to call me, Bruce. <laughs> Although I don't want everyone to tell me what they would either. We have we've warmed up to um, today's episode by chatting about the uh, crazy football transfer window, which is just to, just to get ourselves sort of like uh, you know it's a bit like doing the uh, you know when opera singers do their ranges, don't they, to get warmed up? That's how we started before this this episode. One thing before we go any further, I just wanted to say that it's obviously it's very warm in the UK and where I am, so all of my windows are open in the room that I'm in. So if you hear the occasional chirping bird, just take it as a nice little bit of ambience to add to the episode. Perhaps listen to this episode again in the winter to make you feel make you feel summery. Uh, Andrew, it seems to me that there has been quite a lot going on legally. Little bits and bobs floating around. You've tweeted some of them on on, on Twitter and etc. And obviously we've just had the summer conference where you gave a bit of an update as well. Uh, so uh, what are we going to be discussing today? Well, I th- well, um, first of all, hi, everyone. Um, and um, thank you for having me back. Um, the, the, uh, we, 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 we had the session at summer conference um, where we had hoped to um, give an update on the procurement bill, but um, for those of you that were there, you'd have heard this. And for those of you that weren't, you'll know that's been delayed. Um, to now in October 24 uh, commencement. But even since summer conference, um, we've had the first public consultation on the secondary legislation under the procurement bill has now been published. We've had an update on the provider selection regime. We've had another PPN, had another uh, important case. Um, so yeah, it's 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 one of those it's one of those times in procurement where just when you think you might know what might be happening, something changes. Um, so I thought it'd be worth just um, covering off um, those in in this uh, podcast, uh, and then uh, just uh, quickly recap on some of the things that we did discuss at, at summer conference as well. That sounds that sounds absolutely perfect. I couldn't have planned it any better myself, Andrew. Where would you like to start? Um, well, should, should, should we start with um, the procurement bill because it's yeah. it's, it's the big it's one, the, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's it, it is the big one, yeah. um, or particularly for um, FTEs and trusts, etc. Given um, given <coughs> it covers the majority of the things that they procure, um, and as 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 um, you know, we we had been expecting royal assent in spring twenty three. That's not happened hmm. um we're, we're back in i think it's um it's back in parliament this week um and we are getting ever closer to royal assent um but what they have said and they updated this at the start of june is that we're now looking at an, an october 24 commencement um still with uh, a, at least a six-month preparation period so um we're getting closer, but we're, we're not quite there yet to say this is the final version. But what has happened now, and, and this is um, the new development since since summer conference, we um, there's going to be two consultations on the secondary legislation that sit underneath the, um, the, the, the act when it comes into force. 
Uh, the first one of those has been published. You've got until the 28th of July to respond with any comments that you have. The second consultation is expected uh, shortly, probably in um, in July. Um, so, as 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 we've always said, the 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 bill, which will be the act, is only part of the story there's the legislation that sits under that they're now consulting on that so if you want to um feed into that and have your say now is the time to do it this already this procurement bill already feels like one of these things that's going to you know be delayed for years and years and years doesn't it a little bit uh, well I, th I think ultimately drafting legislation is difficult mm. um the this legislation is is replacing what was drafted in Europe by a number of people for over a number of years. Um, and it's, it's not straightforward to do to, to draft a new regime, particularly when you've also got to comply with um, other treaty obligations like the World Trade Organization and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, th I, think, I think it will be coming. Um, I for one want it to arrive so that we can stop talking <laughs> about what might be the law and actually start talking what the law will be. Mm -hmm. um, but as, as well, I sound like a broken record, but you have to apply the current law unless until unless and until the, the, the legislation changes. And if we're talking about October 24, we are at least 16 months away mm. from the new legislation coming into force. And if it's going to be, there's an awful lot of goods and services and works that will need to be procured in that time where the, the current legislation needs to be complied with. Um, and yeah in a minute we'll come on to a couple of changes in that but um i think i think before we do if i can just talk about the provider selection regime because um when when i was at summer conference the the slide said that it would be um not before july 23 and i said that that wasn't going to happen given we were uh, in the middle of june yeah. um the nhs england uh website has now been updated to say that uh the the psr subject to the parliamentary process um, Department of Health and Social Care are aiming to introduce this by the end of 2023. So again, if you are um, commissioning healthcare services and you were looking out for the new regime and perhaps holding off for the new regime to come in because everyone is expecting it to have more flexibility than um, you have now, if you have a, process, a contract that will end, uh, for example, um, at the end of this year or start of 2024, you're going to need to think about your current requirements rather than what might be coming down the line. Uh, so it's, it, that's a big issue as well for commissioners. And we, we know that commissioners have been extending contracts, um, waiting for the new, the new PSR to come in. And um, yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's not here yet. So um, that is causing um, people some issues that need to be considered. Okay, and uh, what should we do next? Are we, are we going to, what about my favourite, a new PPN? A new PPN, well. The listeners will know how much I love a new PPN. And we have a new one. Well, we're now so, up to 0623. So this is a new commercial playbook. Yeah. Um, so again, um, I'm, I'm not intending to walk you through it because um, it's, there it's published it sets out what's required and i think i think it, it is it is just um important that if you are involved in procurement you keep up to speed with these changes and um well we've had six ppns already um and um look, for, for the for the nhs number four isn't very important but 
over the course of this year, we've already had updates on the requirements on transparency on modern slavery. We've got a new standard selection questionnaire that should be used that is different to the old one. We've got amendments to deal with trade agreements with Australia and New Zealand. We've now got the commercial playbook. It is um, is necessary to keep up to speed and, and try and keep all of those um, things on your radar and um, you're making sure you apply the most up-to-date position. Yep, yep, absolutely. Six, what's the record? Did I ask this before? What's the record for PPNs in a year? You, you could have primed me for this question, Bruce. I have yeah, no, no idea. Well, well, I thought, do you know what? I, did, I was toying with the idea because I thought it might be quite a nice idea. We might do it before next episode we have with you of, um, you know, putting it out to to Twitter any particular questions that might what, you to answer and we can then apply them to you with time to consider your answers. <laughs> but I thought I'd just throw this in there. Is it, un- oh, right, let's put it this way. How unusual is it to have six already? Um, historically it's quite unusual Mm -hmm. Uh, recently it's not unusual at all Uh, there's been a lot more PPNs um, over the past few years than there ever used to be so um, probably illustrates where things are yeah and and, and the the fact that stuff is changing and Mm. um, I don't know whether or not there will be PPNs under the new procurement legislation I assume there will be but Mm. you would expect quite probably there to be an increase when that happens well they work out things that um <laughs> necessarily yeah. thought through properly. Yeah. Uh, okay, where should we go now on, on uh, procurement legal bingo? Uh what about case law? Um well ca- case law um as as we we covered um at conference there's been cases on late tenders and what you require to do there. There's been uh cases on material variation uh and um so if you're looking at varying a contract the um the James Waste Management versus um, Essex County Council is a, a, a case you want to have a look at and the approach that the court will take, um, effectively a common sense approach that it will take. Um, but the case that we haven't yet covered, um, and um, unfortunately I have no idea how you say it, I think it's <laughs> Altia Tech Limited, uh, A-L-T-I-A-T-E-C-H. Um, oh, yes. Birmingham yeah. City Council, yeah. um, and and this is this is a case um, that's important both for um, contracting authorities and for uh, bidders because it looks at the issues about uh, time limits and and limitation, and we've spoken before about how you have thirty days from the day you first knew or ought to have known of the breach to bring a challenge, and here um, there was a question as to when um, the challenger had sufficient knowledge in order to bring a claim and the 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 council argued that it was when they found out what was happening Um, the um, claimant effectively said well no we knew something was happening we knew something was a bit fishy but we weren't quite sure what Hmm. so it was only when we found out what was going on that our um, period started Uh, so um, the court held that this was in time uh, to bring to bring a challenge, and then it was also helpful because it it clarified or didn't say clarify it confirmed what procurement specialists were aware of that you have a, a limited time within which to send your detailed allegations, your particulars of claim, if you bring a challenge, uh, and that's seven days from when you've um, issued the claim form. So uh, it, it's it's a useful case um, to, to effectively remind challenges how quickly they have to act and how quickly they have to bring a challenge 
it's also quite a good lesson for contracting authorities in that it's particular dates of knowledge, not the actual fact something has happened. And then it, it's helpful for um, practitioners and um, to, to be to be clear as to the how quickly you have to do something having issued the claim form. Um, and I, th I think all, all, all of the all of the cases um, are important because it really does emphasize what the requirements are. Um, and it gives you the specific facts that you, you then can apply to your scenario. So it's always important to keep up to date with um, case law. And it's, um, well, there's more, it seems to me at the minute, there's more procurement cases than there have been. Um, I've got um, five cases that are all important in, in 2023, and that's not all of them mm -hmm. um, in, 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 in terms of, of what is happening. Um, Things are um, things are moving, things are changing, and, it, and hopefully this is where these these podcasts are helpful mm -hmm. in pointing out where those changes are, and then uh, people can look at them or or give um, give us a shout if they want to discuss them. Well, absolutely, that is in, in, entirely why we um, we set up this podcast with with Hempsons and yourself, Andrew, because. Obviously, your regular conferences, you just spoke at summer, you'll be uh, speaking at winter 28th, 29th November back at Manchester Central as well. But we just felt that because, you know, it is such a fast moving thing with a lot of parts, procurement, legal areas, that to have something regular in between those things that people can get pressed through the relationship we have with Hempson seemed to make perfect sense. And as you said there, again, it's another indication of just how much tumult there is if you like at the moment um in terms of the cases you're talking about lots of cases i know we kind of touched on this before um is that just because people are is that is, is that just because because some of these contracts as we said before are very big so uh people are just looking to you know try and challenge where they can because it's you know because the importance yeah. of the contracts to them as businesses well the not all of the cases are to do with big value contracts or yeah. big national suppliers or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but it is definitely the case now that suppliers seem to adopt the approach of ask some questions and get the contracting authority to justify what they've done mm -hmm. and effectively shake the tree and see what falls out. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas I think historically people uh, or challengers would say well i need to know there's definitely an issue here right before but so i i, I think it's, it's just a, cha a change in approach and mm. the, 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 this comes from kind of at the well for those that have been doing procurement law long enough um before we got the remedy of automatic suspension or the the ability to get an automatic suspension if you brought a claim during the standstill period um there were there were less challenges now you have a situation where um you can ask the questions during the standstill period and if you don't get satisfactory answers you know as a supplier you can issue a claim and automatically yeah. prevent the um the contract being awarded to the winning bidder now whether or not there then is actually anything in it mm -hmm. in, in in the claim that's harder to know sometimes but mm -hmm. um 
I think suppliers are now more willing to um, push the button and, and commence proceedings. And also, since we've had the um, Technology and Construction Court guidance on procurement disputes, and there is now more of an emphasis of trying to provide early disclosure and to try and resolve issues, um, more things come out. And mm. as, as we know, the more, sometimes the, the more things that are made um, available to a, a supplier, the more things they might find that weren't to their liking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's one of those. I, I, I've, I've, I've said uh, when I've spoken at the conference that we, we are getting numerous um, potential and actual challenges each week, um, and that is showing no signs of letting up. Um, mm. And I, th I think that is the way it will go. What will be interesting is when we get the, the new legislation and people start working under the new, um, the new um, act, assuming it's Royal Assent, um, but if if um, if we're going through there, will there be a slight lull while everyone gets used to it, or will there be an increase when everyone's saying, "No, oh, you haven't done that right, you haven't done the other right"? Um, and I think we, 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 we're still going to be in that situation even in October 24, where to start off with, all the processes that are challenged will still be under the current regs. There'll obviously be a delay before we get any challenges under the new legislation on the basis that obviously the processes have to get going mm. um so yeah it, it the it's going to be it, i i would say this one i that procurement is interesting um it will continue to be it will continue to change and it will continue to develop and we hopefully will be uh, able to keep you all abreast of, of what is happening and, and what the key issues are beautifully said andrew beautifully said um yeah i mean it, it, of course all, all of this is, is is just as again is a headache if you're in procurement all this all the all the you know challenges getting more and more challenges but that's exactly what the service that you provide there for example you know for example to help people with finding picking their way through the uh the vagaries of these details and challenges um and i said uh you i will be speaking again obviously uh november 28th to the 29th but, and that will be just uh, kind of an, an update of where things stand at that time, I guess. Yeah, well, uh, t t to be honest, I haven't agreed the, uh, no, the topic no. yet. <laughs> um, I, I, I hope by then yeah. we can do something on this is what the new legislation is and this is what, what it means. Mm. Um, we, we, may, we may be in the, the, the position of not having enough time on the agenda to cover everything that might actually right. happen. Because if we do, if we do have... The procurement bill having got royal assent by then we do have let's say the provider selection regime by then there's going to be an awful lot to say that, yeah um but I, I just i just hope and i know i said this at summer conference i just hope that we are in a position to know what's going on because it's incredibly frustrating um wanting to be able to kind of know what is coming down the line and not knowing for sure and yeah, it's not. It's probably not going to be vastly different than what's already been published. But it might have subtle tweaks that mean that you you do need to have a look at what's already been said and thought about the uh, um, the, the the new the new law. Um, and yeah, I'm I for one are looking forward to knowing that for certain and being able to really then help clients get to grips with what it means, rather than the sitting here waiting, yeah. waiting. And waiting because that is 
it is it is quite frustrating at the minute. If, if it's if it, like all these things, if it had been said at the outset, it will be at this point. You can deal with it, but it's mm. the fact that it keeps getting pushed back. Yeah. Okay. Where are we are, are we done? Are we, do we have anything to add in the update? I, th- I, th- I think I think I think we are done because mm-hmm. um, that there's a quick plug to our website. The other updates are um, are on there. Um, what is the website? Um, Just you know, I'm sure most people have it, but www.hemsons.co.uk. Um, so, very yeah. professionally done. That was like radio. That was. <laughs> so um, there's the public procurement international trade agreement amendments that's reflected in PPN05. There's the change to the CPV codes coming in on the 29th of June. Or um, if this goes out after that, that came in on the 29th of June, just to cover yeah. both eventualities. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it will go. It will come out of the, the 29th. I think it will come out the uh, first week of July, which will be next week. So last week, the out. Common Procurement Vocabulary <laughs> Amendment Regulations 2023 came in, um, just changing uh, some references to comply with the Equality Act. There's there are the small amendments, there are bigger things, um, mm. and if there's anything else, um, we will be updating um, you all uh, as and when needed. Andrew, another sterling job on, on this episode of the update from you. Um, I know that all the members are incredibly grateful for um, you know how you help them, the information you get out there, like I say, in presenting this stuff that can at times appear a bit woolly to the uninitiated and putting it up into a a way that we, everyone can understand um so thank you for joining me again today and so i wish you all the best till we meet again well thanks for having me bruce i'll see you soon no problem at all and i hope that you can join me to listen to the next episode of supply cast too bye <laughs>